So excited to be back with you again for episode two of the Let's Grow podcast on the Raising Free People Network. Episode two is titled Don't Call Me King. And before I get into my thoughts on that topic, I want to first let you know that I come to you all in the spirit of dialogue. So everything you hear me say, while it may challenge some of your beliefs, while it may sound weird or strange in some ways to some people, I want you to know that my goal is not to change anyone's thoughts. My goal is not to change anyone's feelings. My goal is to simply be heard and to be understood. And for the people who choose to listen to understand that I'm really, really passionate about people. And I consider the work that I do anti-oppression and pro-indivisible, aka grow-indivisible work. And the entire Grow Network is centered around the principles that this podcast is centered on as well, which is creativity, purpose, collaboration, liberation, sustainability, and unconditional love. So in the spirit of dialogue, as I share my thoughts, unscripted thoughts on this podcast around these topics, I want you to know that I'm also willing to hear your thoughts as well and your beliefs and your understandings. You can send them to me, your thoughts on the things I have to share, or on your feelings on the topics that I talk about, you can email me at igotogrow at gmail.com to share your perspectives with me. And so I do trainings on dialogue, and there's one of my courses uh, on dialogue at igotogrow.com where I kind of speak to this more. But the spirit of dialogue is all about listening to people, understanding people, and creating space in our world for other people's worldviews without feeling like our beliefs and our perspectives have to be in competition with one another. You see, again, my goal is not to convert anyone. My goal is just simply to, you know, share my thoughts and for you to listen. So I want to just kind of set that framework and that understanding or the foundation and that understanding uh, as I move forward with this podcast and this series. So with that being said, let's talk about why I would prefer if you meet me in person don't call me king. Now, that may be interesting to some of you who know the origins of my name, Sunjata. You know that Sunjata was the first king of the Mali Empire. He preceded Mansa Musa. And I adopted that name not because Sunjata was a king. I adopted that name because of the meaning. The Mandinka meaning of the name Sunjata is Sun means sun, Jada means lion. And because I'm a Leo and I identify with a lot of the traits of Leos, as well as I identify with all that the sun represents in terms of, you know, being a shining light uh, that, you know, provides so much energy and life to the world. um, I just embrace the meaning behind that as well as the strength and the um, the meaning behind, you know, what the lion represents. So it fit in that way. I also love the story of resilience and perseverance and coming, starting from nothing and becoming something that, that uh, Sunjata embodied in his life as well. King Sunjata embodied in his life as well. And that's why I adopted the name Sunjata. I chose that as my name 
And when I changed my name from Scott Speed, I now go by Sunjata Sunjata. Okay, and, and if you can see the spelling, it's spelled the first and last name. Basically, the last name pronounced uh, is how the first name is pronounced in the Mandinka language. So with that being said, some of you may be wondering, well, why would you adopt the name of a king if you don't want to be called king? Well, let me explain. You see, when I began my de-schooling journey uh, and I began to literally question oppression in all facets of society, I began to do research about the origins of everything. Like I questioned everything and I did research on the origins of literally all of our social norms. And while I understand that people like to identify, people of African descent began identifying as them, uh, identify themselves as king and queen, and as well as calling others king and queen as a sense of pride and as a way to affirm one another. Because, you know, the whole idea of what royalty represents and understanding that while those of us who are the uh, descendants of enslaved Africans throughout the diaspora, those of us who have become descendants, we lost touch with our, uh, our ancestral roots. And that's why most of us walk around with last names that were given to our, given to our, uh, our ancestors by slave owners. And one of the ways that a lot of people of African descent have chosen to reconnect is by calling themselves king and queen and calling each other king and queen just to identify with the royalty lineage of African kings and queens. Well, I respect that and I get it. But I also can't turn my back on what kings and queens also represent. And aside from the glitz and the glamour of that royalty, it also represents power over and control. You know, kings and queens ruled over people. And oftentimes, uh, literally all the time, the luxury, the largesse, and all of the uh, trappings that came with being a king and a queen, they came at the expense of the labor of the commoners or the peasants or the people they ruled over. And the patriarchal norms that continue to oppress people in society were perpetuated by kings. And again, the power over and control dynamics that continue to perpetuate oppression in society were initially set forth by the rulers in human societies that eventually became kings and queens. You see, a lot of people don't really think, or let me say it like this. I'll speak for myself. I, prior to doing the research and, and, and waking up to the awarenesses that I'm aware of now, I didn't really think about what society was like prior to kings and queens ruling over people. I didn't think about what society was like prior to, you know, people, um, you know, being enslaved and serving these rulers. And my research has led me to understand that there were actually people who existed in egalitarian societies prior to these power over dynamics um, evolving into human societies. So with that being said, as I do this work, as I continue to reject and distance myself from things that are rooted in oppression, the whole idea of being a king is one of those things that I've chosen to distance myself from. So I ask you respectfully to not call me king. You know, I think about the whole idea of privilege in society. Again, kings and queens were extremely privileged. And most of the time, the people who who uh, were able to gain that title of king or queen, it was inherited. Or let's say king. It was inherited, right? It was inherited. They didn't necessarily have to do any 
you know, work for it. A lot of times it was just passed down based on heritage and family. So and in other instances, of course, we know that some people did it through violence. So again, these are things that as I continue to move in the world and I continue to do this anti-oppression and this grow indivisible work that I want to distance myself from. And I just wanted to share those thoughts with you all uh, just as a way to Again, just share. I don't know if it resonates with some of you. I don't know if it's like, you know, providing any aha moments. I don't know if it's offensive. But again, my goal within this platform of giving you these unscripted thoughts is just to share my best thinking in ways that I believe will help move us forward to creating a world that is built on equity and sustainability and love and creativity and purpose and collaboration and liberation. Let's grow.